Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Kiki Palmer, Cassie, Gene Simmons, Dick Van Dyke, Michael Strahan, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. People won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Family is your legacy. Planning for a natural disaster will make sure you're all safe. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan today for the tools and tips you need to protect that legacy. That's ready.gov forward slash plan. A message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Act Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash Radio. Follow us on X at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain and the number 1. And you can also follow me at Stiletto 14. Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. That's T. J. O. N. E. S. G. I. B. B. S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a clear 50 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and just supporting me throughout these years right here on Blog Talk Radio. So, how has everyone been? How's your week been so far? Um, Before I get started with the show, I wanted to make a few announcements. Uh, Next month, can you believe it, next month is already December. Uh, You Make sure you tune in to the end of the year show. Uh, Once a year, I give you a rundown of all the top entertainment stories that made the news in 2023. So look out for the date of that show. Also, in February, make sure you tune in to our annual Valentine's Day show. 
It's the show that I do once a year, my only music show of the year, where I play some of my favorite love songs and slow jams to celebrate Lover's Holiday. So make sure you tune in for that show and also check out the date for that show as well. And uh, Thanksgiving is here. Um, So we won't be having a show this coming Thursday. So I hope everyone will be uh, enjoying the holiday and spending time with friends and loved ones. Uh, But this week, we got a lot to talk about, lots to talk about. We just uh, got some news about uh, Kiki Palmer. Uh, You know, just last week, she had filed a claim, a domestic violence claim on her boyfriend, and now it has come out where this uh she has receipts of this alleged abuse and uh now we i f- found out that uh, last week she was trying to get a full custody of her son well uh this week she finally got that that custody so we're going to be talking about uh Kiki Palmer and what she's going through in this re- a temporary restraining order also uh speaking of abuse a uh, singer Cassie uh, P. Diddy's ex-girlfriend, she just came out with a bombshell lawsuit against him for uh, for alleged rape, sex trafficking, and abuse for 10 years. This news just broke out, broke out about a couple of hours ago, so we're going to be talking about that. Also, uh, Gene Simmons who you know is the front man from the group, the rock and roll group KISS. Well, it's an end of an era. That's right. He is getting ready to take to the stage for the very last time. I'll tell you what he says about this last final tour of him dressed in in the makeup and everything in the platform shoes. I'll tell you about his uh, last day as the front man of this historic and iconic rock and roll group. Also this week, uh, we're going to be talking about Dick Van Dyke. He's gearing up for one of a kind birthday bash. Dick Van Dyke will now, he will be celebrating his birthday, 98 years young, and CBS just announced that it will be doing a a special on Dick Van Dyke and his birthday uh, to honor this actor, so we're going to be talking about that. And also, Michael Strahan is back at Good Morning America after nearly a three-week hiatus um, as he dealt with some personal family matters. Um, We're going to see if he finally give us a reason why he was out for so long. And also, too, another bombshell, um, Jada Pickett-Smith just responded to some allegation that her husband, Will Smith, and his friend, best friend, Dwayne Martin, was physically involved. There's rumors coming out um, with an interview by blogger, blogger uh, Tasha Kay. She's the same woman that Cardi B sued for uh, for uh, putting rumors out about her um her sexual being, uh, having a sexual transmitted disease and everything. She's back at it again. She talks with a uh, this man by the name of Brother Bilo, who happened to be one of Will Smith's friends. They were supposed to get together to write a book together, and now he's coming out with this series of alleged allegation that he and his best friend, Dwayne Martin, are lovers or were lovers. 
And also, uh, Lady Gaga is uh, working on a new project. She just teased to her fans that she might be uh, bringing out some new music. She made a selfie on Instagram where she was uh, in the recording studio. So you know all of her fans are just ecstatic. So this is just some of the stories we just just the start of the show. So let's get started because this isn't our show. Uh, Kiki Palmer, who uh, was recently granted a temporary restraining order against her ex-boyfriend, Darius Jackson, gave him a lot of chances in the past. Uh, she There was a, a article, a story exclusively from People magazine talking about this. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Kiki was also awarded temporary sole physical and legal custody of her eight-month-old son, uh, the son that she shared with Jackson after filing a request for a domestic violence restraining order against him and requesting custody of their child. Now, a source had told People that uh, Kiki... Kiki Palmer did what she had to do despite having worked hard to have an amicable split. Uh, she, they claimed that she gave him a lot of chances to do the right thing. She tried so hard to have an amicable split and arrangement, and she needed to prioritize her safety and the safety of her baby. Uh, the source also went to get, uh, say that she wanted the best for Leo and that she did not want to get to this point, but she did what she had to do. Now, in a document reviewed by People, Palmer filed a request for full physical and legal custody of her son, uh, Leotis, uh, to a Los Angeles court on Thursday, detailing multiple allegations of physical abuse. She also filed a request for a domestic violence restraining order against Jackson. Now, Palmer alleged in uh, Thursday California Supreme Court filing, which had a declaration attached, that on November 5th, Darius uh, trespassed into her home without her knowledge or consent, threatened her, then he physically attacked her, lunged for her neck, striking her, throwing her over the couch, and stealing her phone when she told him she was going to call the police. The filing includes screenshots of what appears to be security footage of a male striking a female over a sofa. Now, Palmer also alleged that Jackson abused her multiple times over a two-year period. Now, the filing alleged that there was many instances of physical violence, including striking and grabbing her around the neck, a description of Darius destroying her personal property, including diaries and prescription eyeglasses, throwing her belongings into the street, throwing her car keys to prevent her from driving away, hitting her in front of her son, spewing uh, profanities about her to their son, threatening to kill himself with a gun if she left him, harassment and other physical and emotional abuse. In addition to uh, granting um, Palmer temporary sole physical and legal custody of Leo, her son, a Los Angeles County judge responded to the emergency filing by granting a temporary restraining order this week. The order states that Jackson is required to stay at least 100 yards away from Palmer and Leotis, as well as any child care or schooling that has been established for the child. Now, Leotis' father per the temporary order, is now allowed to have visitation with his son. A hearing has been set for December 5th, which will determine further action on the temporary arrangement. 
Palmer and her ex-boyfriend, who welcomed the son in February, had gone through public difficulties in their relationship in recent months, most notably when uh, Jackson publicized, uh, publicly criticized uh, the actress in July for wearing a fitted black bodysuit under a sheer dress when she uh, watched Usher perform at the, his Las Vegas residency. Um, and you remember, if you guys had followed the story, he had wrote on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, that uh, he said that it was her outfit that he was making. He was making a big deal about her outfit because she's now a mother. Now, uh, in September, the actress included a, a series of photos of herself, Jackson, and Leotis in New York City. A uh, matter of fact, uh, Jackson had wrote in his August 26th post uh, wishing um, Kiki a happy birthday, um, also saying that she was one of a kind being and that hoping that her 30s bring her many joys and triumphs. This was just a couple of months ago. So, and it seemed like everything was good because after that incident with her going to the show, Usher's show, and him writing that comment on X, they had broke up. Then a week or two later, they had reconciled and got back together. So, it, you know, people were like wondering, well, what's going on? I thought this was over. But apparently they had got back together, and now this allegation of him with domestic violence. But you know what? You know, and I said this a couple throughout the years on my show, that if anybody is experiencing domestic violence, you have to call the domestic, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. There's a number that you can call. It's called 1-800-799-7233, or you can go to the hotline.org. All calls are toll-free and confidential, and the hotline is available 24-7 in more than 170 languages. So don't suffer in silence. Make that call. And speaking of domestic violence, this just came over the wire a couple a couple of hours ago. Um, Singer Cassie has filed a bombshell lawsuit against former boyfriend Sean Diddy Combs, alleging that the music mogul raped and sex trafficked her over the course of an abusive 10 years. Now, Cassie, whose real name is Cassandra Vittora, uh, filed a complaint against Combs on Thursday in New York, claiming she was stuck in a decade-long cycle of abuse, violence, and sex trafficking that included a 2018 rape after she tried to leave him and multiple instances of domestic violence. And after a year in silence and darkness, she finally was ready to tell her story and speak up on behalf of herself and for the benefit of other women who face violence and abuse in their relationship. And uh, she said in the statement saying, quote, with this expiration of New York Adult Survivors Act face approaching, it became clear that this was an opportunity to speak up about the trauma I have experienced and that I will be recovering from for the rest of my life, unquote. Now, in a statement to People, Combs' lawyer, Ben Brofman, denies the allegation, which he calls offensive and outrageous. Now, this is what he said. He said, quote, Mr. Cohn uh, denies these offensive and outrageous allegations. Ms. Vertura demands of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. And despite withdrawing her initial threat, 
Ms. Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddled with baseless and outrageous lies, aiming to tarnish Mr. Cohn's reputation and seeking a payday, unquote. Now, in response, Ventura's attorney, Douglas Wigdor, said in a statement, saying, quote, that Mr. Cohn offered Ms. Ventura eight figures, eight, to silence her and prevent the filing of this lawsuit. She rejected his efforts and decided to give a voice to all women who suffered in silence. And he also, her lawyer, he applauded for her for coming out and being brave with this allegation. Um, the complaint, which was first reported by the New York Times and was seen by people, said that Ventura first met Combs in 2005 when she was 19 years old and he was 37. The Me and You singer signed the Bad Boy Records, the label he founded in 1993, and in 2006 and before long, he allegedly com- uh, commanded that complete control over her life, thereby assuring her inability to escape his hold. Though Combs initially positioned himself as a father figure in Ventura's life, she had a boyfriend at the time, and he was publicly dating Kim Porter. He allegedly began pursuing a relationship with her, and in September of 2007, she agreed to go out with him, fearing retaliation should she deny him, and this was according to the complaint. Uh, She also alleged that, uh, Cassie also alleged that Combs soon began giving her a copious amount of drugs, which began a painful struggle with drugs and alcohol abuse, and also paid for her housing and her car. Um, all aspects of Ms. Ventura's life was controlled by either Mr. Combs or his management companies. Combs allegedly exhibited uncontrollable rage often and frequently beat Ms. Ventura, Ventura savagely. Uh, violence, she claimed, was witnessed by many of the people he employed. Uh, the complaint said that after instances of violence, Combs were also high in uh, Victoria's in her hotel for days at a time to let her bruises heal. So he would put her up in a hotel while she her bruises are healing, and as a means of covering up the attack or the attacks rather. And like a 2009 encounter in which he allegedly stomped her on her face then forced her to hold up in the hotel room for a week. Um, Also, she found herself becoming numb to the abuse uh, that she was experiencing and became entirely beholden to Mr. Combs' demands. She began to blindly follow his instruction out of fear of again being on the receiving end of a vicious beating. Now, she also alleged, Cassie also alleged that Combs often forced her to partake in forced encounters with prostitutes, sex workers that he called freak-offs or FOs, and that the encounters always include ecstasy, cocaine, GHB, uh, marijuana, alcohol, and she also said that she would sometimes vomit before the encounter due to anxiety. And Though Cassie claimed in the complaint that she tried multiple times to lead Combs and break the cycle of abuse, he allegedly always sent his employees to track her down and manipulate her into returning with warning that her career would suffer if she didn't. And in one instance of the alleged manipulation, uh, Vittura claimed that she entered into a brief relationship with the rapper Kid Cudi in 2011, and that's when Combs found emails 
they uh, that they sent each other. He hit her several times, and then he kicked her in the back as she tried to run out the door. And then the next year, Combs allegedly told Kathy he was going to blow up Kid Cudi's car and that the star car exploded in his driveway around the same time. And a rep for Kid Cudi did not immediately respond to the request for comment. And by 2017, Kathy became determined to leave Diddy, um, and 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 she said that uh, she would uh, meet him for dinner in Malibu to discuss ending things for good. And after dinner, get this, he allegedly forced his way into her home now and raped her. Okay, and then she said that when she tried, when she fully escaped him. But the harm that the assault and the sexual abuse he caused her to experience for nearly a decade will forever haunt her. And she has required intensive medical and psychological care to recover from the trouble she lived through. Uh, she eventually went on with her life. She married um, a per, her personal trainer, Alex Fine, in 2019, and they have two children that she shared, giving her a new lease on life and new purpose. But this case is being brought under the Adult Survivor Act, a law in New York that allows sexual abuse victims to file civil suits even after the expiration of the statute of limitations. The New York Times reported that the one-year window to bring cases under this law ends next week. Again, if you experience domestic violence, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or go to thehotline.org. And, again, the calls are toll-free, they're confidential, uh, they are available 24-7, and they're, uh, you can talk to anyone in any language because they have people there uh, that can talk in over 170 languages. This is some serious allegations. Serious allegations. Because I remember when Cassie and Diddy was dating, and I remember the time when she uh, had broken off with uh, Diddy, and uh, she wasn't looking too happy. They had went to the Bet Gala at one time. Um, she wasn't looking too happy. So this is some serious allegations. Um, if you are just tuning in, um, you are listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you also follow us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can also follow us on X at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me on X at Stiletto14, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gives. Uh, Gene Simmons is getting ready to take the stage with Kiss for the last time. Uh, during an interview with Rolling Stone on Wednesday, the Kiss frontman asserted that their final show on the Kiss End of the Road Tour, scheduled for December 2nd, is sure to be their last. Back in the spring, the heavy metal legend announced the final leg of the End of the Road Tour would commence this fall and wrap up right here in New York City, where five decades ago they launched what became their story career of many hit songs and stadium tours. 
The band kicked off their farewell tour back in 2019 before putting a pause on live performances due to the pandemic. The Detroit Rock City group has since taken their send-off show across North America, Europe, Latin America, Asia, and Australia. And as for why Simmons and his bandmates Paul Stanley, Eric Singer, and Tommy Thayer have chosen now as the time to hang up the metallic costumes, well, father time comes for everybody. Simmons said, quote, the physicality of being in KISS says that this is the right time at the right place at the right time, unquote. Earlier this month, KISS announced that their final show held at New York City Madison Square Garden will stream live on pay-per-view, and according to a press release, the last stop of the band remaining 25-date leg of their end-of-the-road tour will stream exclusively on pay-per-view.com, so fans worldwide can tune into this concert in real time starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, and although no additional details were revealed, it promised to be a massive event per the release. To stream the show live, fans in the U.S. and Canada pay a one-time fee of $39.99 rather than signing up for a subscription, and internationally it costs $14.99 to watch the event. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famers final show will also air live through cable and satellite providers such as Infinity, Spectrum, Optimum, Fios, DirecTV, Dish, Roger, Telus, and more in North America. Dick Van Dyke is gearing up for one-of-a-kind birthday bash. On Thursday, CBS announced its upcoming Dick Van Dyke 98 Years of Magic special, which will look back at the legendary career of the star in honor of his 98th birthday. This is what he said. He said, quote, I started with CBS on the contract in 1955 with the CBS Morning Show, then the Dick Van Dyke Show, and Diagnostic Murder. Uh, I've been with CBS family for almost 70 years. I couldn't be prouder, unquote. Uh, he said that uh, that CBS will be throwing him a birthday special for him, and he can't wait to be part of the show. The four-time Emmy winner will celebrate his milestone birthday on December 13th, and the show is set to air uh, days later on December 21st. The two-hour special will travel back in time to the iconic set of the Dick Van Dyke show and feature dazzling music and dance, spectacular, heartfelt performances, special guests, and a magical holiday number. The broadcast will also feature songs and archival footage from Van Dyke's legendary career, including Mary Poppins, Bye Bye Birdie, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. In 2021, Van Dyke told today that he doesn't see himself slowing down anytime soon, saying, quote, I don't think I'll ever retire unless they made me. It's too much fun. It's such a good life, unquote. And since then, the veteran entertainer competed on season nine of The Masked Singer in February and made his soap opera debut as a guest star on Days of Our Lives. Dick Van Dyke, 98 Years of Magic, will air December 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern on CBS and stream on on Paramount Plus. Michael Strahan is back at uh, Good Morning America after nearly three, uh, like a three-week hiatus as he dealt with personal family matters. The 51-year-old broadcaster did not address the reason behind his absence um, on the ABC uh, morning show on Wednesday. Uh, though his fellow co-hosts Robin Roberts and George uh, uh, Stephanopoulos appeared ecstatic for his return. It was like Strahan never left as he jumped into several interviews alongside Roberts and uh, 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 Stephanopoulos 
uh, with the cast of The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and Chris Pine. And at the end of the show, Roberts even led the team and audience in a wave to celebrate Strahan's return. Uh, no other details about Strangham's circumstances that led to his lengthy absence were given during the two-hour broadcast. His Good Morning America return comes three days after the football announces rejoined Fox NFL Sunday. Strangham returned to the network pregame broadcast to honor veterans alongside his co-host, Kurt Menefee. He also appeared on the Fox NFL Sunday TikTok to take part in a quiz to guess the meaning of military term with uh, Rob Grokowski, Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, and Jimmy Johnson. Prior to his return, Strahan has not posted on social media since October 25th when he promoted the $100 pyramid. I mean, $100,000 pyramid. <laughs> uh, Jaden Pickett-Smith has responded to allegations that Will Smith and Dwayne Martin was physically involved. The claim made by Brother Bilal during an interview with blogger Tasha Kay uh, detailed how the actor was engaged in annual, uh, anal sex in the past. And speaking with TMZ, the Set It All stars shared a couple reaction to the provocative rumor um, Jada Pickett-Smith said that they're suing. That's what she told the tabloid. And Pickett-Smith elaborated on the plan to sue Brother Bila, uh, Bilo during an interview with The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy. Now, this is what Jada had shared on the show. This is what she said. She said, quote, this is a person that tried a shakedown, a money shakedown that didn't work. We're going to take legal action because one thing to have your opinion about somebody versus just making up salacious, malicious stories. So that actionable. So we're going to roll with that. It's not true. We're going to take care of it, and that's that. It's based around the person's idea that they, in some ways, were doing business around Will Book and that they spent money or what have you, and that they needed to be compensated. So he already tried to do the money shakedown. Will was willing to give him a certain amount, and he didn't take it. So this whole situation is based on that. While Will Smith himself has yet to publicly respond, a representative for the Academy Award-winning actor shared a statement dismissing the allegation as completely fabricated and unequivocally false. The full conversation between Tasha Kay and Brother Bilo is billed by the YouTube vlog host with the claim that uh, Will Smith will wish this interview never happened, promising to expose intimate details of the Philadelphia native personal life. Now, Tasha Kay, she currently owes Cardi B millions of dollars after being found guilty of defamation, invasion of privacy, and intentionally inflicting of emotional distress for claiming that the Bronx rapper had an incurable sexual trans transmitted disease. And uh, Tasha Kay is also named in a lawsuit filed by a disgraced R&B singer and convicted sex trafficker, uh, R. Kelly. Uh, the complaint that was filed on Monday, November 13, revealed that the Chicago musician is taking legal action against the Federal Bureau of Prison, claiming that the institution leaked private information with the blogger as the recipient. And according to Kelly, an unnamed Bureau of Prison employee illegally accessed his digital prison records, including audios of phone calls to his girlfriend and legal team, and sold them to uh, Tasha Kay, who then aired them online. 
and uh, uh, Cardi just recently got on Instagram to say that she uh, supports Will Smith and that she said that some people never change. You know, she you know she was at the point where she was going to forgive this blogger, but she said no way. So it's just getting messy. Uh, right now we got uh, 30 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about Lady Gaga. She is working on a new project. I'll tell you what that's all about. And this year at Graceland, a handful of A-lister will make it feel as if every day was like Christmas. And uh, standing next to you, the latest song from BTS member Jungkook has entered the Billboard Hot 100 single chart at number five. And Little Uzi Vert is no longer a headliner for the 2024 Rolling Loud California. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Ay, this is the press, 
I'm about to stress them. I ain't going, yeah, no emotion. Ay, back outside, yeah, back in motion. Ay, he keep calling, I ignore it. He say I'm crazy, don't I know it? Uh, Riley uh, uh, Cogue, 
uh, daughter of the rocker and Priscilla Presley, only child, Lisa uh, Marie Presley. Uh, fans will also be able to tune into Christmas at Graceland immediately after NBC's long-running holiday tradition, the annual tree lighting event, and special Christmas in Rockefeller Center. Christmas in Rockefeller Center will be hosted by Kelly Clarkson and will feature performances from Cher, Chloe Bailey, Kiki Palmer, and many others. It will air on November 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC and simultaneously be broadcast on Peacock. And standing next to you, the latest song from BTS member Jungkook has entered the Billboard Hot 100 single chart at number five. The tune came in fifth on this week's Hot 100 chart behind Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer, Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red, Taylor Swift, Is It, is it Over Now, and Scissor Snooze. Uh, the, this is according to Billboard uh, Monday on their official website. The track is Jungkook's third Hot 100 Top 10. And with this achievement, Jungkook now holds the record for the most Hot 100 entries among K-pop solo artists as six of his solo pieces had made their way onto the chart. The Hot 100 ranks the most popular songs of the week in the United States, measured by all genres, streaming, radio airplay, and sales data. Standing Next to You has recorded 10.6 million streams, a radio airplay audience of 400,000, and 99,000 physical and digital copies sold combined, following its November 3rd release on Golden, Jungkook's first solo album. The retro-funk song featuring the singer rhythmical and powerful vocals about one unwavering commitment to be with his lover no matter what challenges they may face. Standing next to you landed atop both the Billboard Global 200 and the Billboard Global 200 XL U.S. chart. Uh, Jungkook's other solo singers, singles, uh, 7 and 3D, ranked 2nd and 9th, respectively, on the Global 200, and 2nd and 9th, respectively, on the Global 200 XL U.S. chart. And uh, the BTS vocalist made his debut as a solo artist with 7 in July, which soared at number 1 on the Hot 100 upon its release, and in October it reached number 1 with 3D. So congratulations to my guy, John Cook. You did it. Golden had entered the Billboard 200 main album chart for this week at number two with 210,000 equivalent album units earned. So congratulations to J.K. Also, um, Little Uzi Vert is no longer a headliner for the 2024 Rolling Loud California concert. Uh, After the Just Wanna Rock rapper denied their involvement in the upcoming festival, organizers announced that Future and Metro um, Boomin have taken over the spot. Uzi was initially slated to headline the last day of the festival, which will kick off on Friday, March 15th. Nicki Minaj will open the Friday show alongside YG, a tiger, raced a shrimmer, sexy red party next door, and many others. Post Malone, meanwhile, will be joined by Summer Walker, Big Sean, Suicide Boys, and more. Future and Metro will now replace Uzi on their Sunday, March 17th show. They will be joined by the likes of Bryson Tiller, Chef Keith, NLE Choppa, and Don Tolliver, among others. Rolling Loud California 2014 will take over Hollywood Park Ground in Inglewood, California from March 15th to 17th, 2024. And Adele has focused, uh, her, well, 
Adele's focus won't be on a new music for a while. If a new report is to believe, the Easy On Me songstress allegedly is planning a career change as she's preparing to launch her own cosmetic line. A source told the uh, Mirror that the British star had created a new company. The 35-year-old singer has also allegedly applied for a trademark for the Shelbourne Collective, and with her own cosmetic line, the Rolling in the Deep hitmaker will be able to make her own beauty product, which emphasize on her signature smoky eyes. Adele New Company reportedly won't solely focus on beauty products. The report states that she also sets to sell body care products, including creams and lotions, as well as lipsticks and lip balms, along with perfume, jewelry, watches, and also underwear. And after catching wind of the report, fans couldn't help but express their disappointment since it would be just mean that they have to wait much longer for a new album from Adele. Uh, someone, meanwhile, insinuated that they're tired of celebrities venturing to beauty industries, Perfect example like Rihanna and um, Ariana Grande. Uh, Adele's latest album was 30, which was released in 2021. The musician forced studio album was expired by her experiences and anxiety following her divorce and its impact on her son's life, motherhood as well as fame. Uh, with this album, Adele earned two Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year, and won the Brit Award for British Album of the Year at the Brit Awards in 2022. Drake has announced the release of a new musical project titled Scary Hour 3, which will drop on Friday, November 17. The release, which is set to arrive just over a month after his eighth studio album for All the Dogs, marked the third installment in the rapper's Scary Hour series, which he first launched in 2018. And on Thursday, November 16, Drake surprised his fan with the news via a post on his Instagram account that also included an accompanying trailer. He also says that the creation of the latest Scary Hour EP was the product of a creative spurt that he currently experienced and that the entirety of the project was written within the span of five days. Scary Hour 3 followed the series' second volume, which dropped back in 2021. For All the Dogs Mark, another successful showing for Drake commercially as the album debuted at number one in the Billboard 200 chart. His 13-shot topper for All the Dogs gave Drake the third most number one album at, at, of any male artist behind Jay-Z and with 14 and the Beatles, who had a whopping 19 number one albums on their resume. The rapper also made history by tying Michael Jackson for the most one, number one Hot 100 singles by a male solo artist with standout tracks, First Person Shooter featuring J. Cole. In more, uh, in more recent news, Drake announced that he and J. Cole will be embarking on a tour together, a development that comes amid the release of the First Person Shooter music video. Uh, right now we have 12 minutes. Wow, the, it's going by quick. Um, I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Yo, this is unbelievable. Yeah, we taking now. You know this pressure cause they looking now. They 
Shane featuring Lil Wayne called Pressure. Right now we have uh, nine minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, even more Frozen is on the way. Nine months after announcing its upcoming third Frozen movie, Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Iger has revealed that there will also be a fourth installment of the popular animated musical franchise. In the speech from Hong Kong, Disneyland shared on Good Morning America Thursday as the park opened its new World of Frozen area, Iger teased to Michael Strahan that a third Frozen is in the works and there might be a Frozen 4 in the works too. Details are being kept on the wrap for now, though, uh, as the 72-year-old executive noted that he has much to say about those films right now. The long rumor and wish for Frozen 3 was officially confirmed by Iger in February during a call with investors, where he also announced sequel to the, to- uh, to, uh, the Toy Story and Zootopia franchises. 
And Beyonce has shared a new trailer for Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Set to release in theaters next month, the movie will air on Thursday, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays with multiple showtimes on each day. In the clip, the Houston natives set the tone for a supernatural experience. The Break My Soul performer continued to discuss working in the male-dominated industry and balancing motherhood with being a global icon as clipped from the stage, the audience, and behind the scenes of the top-selling world tour. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, accentuates the journey of Renaissance World Tour from its inception to the opening in Stockholm, Sweden, to the finale in Kansas City, Missouri. It's about Beyonce's intention, hard work, and involvement in every aspect of the production, her creative mind, and purpose to create her legacy and master her craft. And received with extraordinary acclaim, Beyonce Renaissance World Tour created a sanctuary for freedom and shared joy for more than 2.7 million fans. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, premieres in Los Angeles on November 25th and in London on November 30th. In alignment with her tour, the acclaimed performer provided guests with a specific dress code, opting for cozy opulence in L.A. and formal, formal opulence across the pond. The film debuts in theater, theaters worldwide on December 1st. And the uh, the Grey Anatomy fans, I believe that's the next story. Yeah, Grey Anatomy fans uh, can get ready for an all-new season of Love and Medicine at the Grey Sloan Memorial. ABC announced its 2024 mid-season premiere date on Wednesday, including the return of a beloved medical drama for its landmark 20th season. Grey is set to see more major changes next year. Season 20 will be the first not to feature Ellen Pompeo's title character Meredith Grey as a series regular. The actress scaled back her role in season 19 but will remain as an executive producer on the series moving forward, though she still provides the show's signature opening and closing voiceover each episode. Viewers can get ready to laugh with all new seasons of The Connors and Not Dead Yet on Tuesday, February 7 at 8 p.m. Eastern with the latter premiering at 8.30 p.m. Uh, ABC will also take fans back to school with one-hour season three debut of the Emmy Award-winning comedy Abbott Elementary at 9 p.m. Courtroom series judge Steve Harvey will round out Wednesday lineup of scheduling programming. And on Sunday, February 18, America Idol will uh, kick off its seventh season with a two-hour special on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern. And the Hidden Camera series, would, uh, What Would You Do?, will follow in that night's lineup at 10 p.m. Dramas like Will Trent, The Rookie, and The Good Doctor, they return on Tuesday, February 20, during ABC's three-hour primetime block. And fans of the One Chicago family will get to see their friends on the small screen again very soon. People confirmed that production on all three shows, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD, will resume the week of November 27 through premiere dates that have not yet been announced. Major industry-wide delays were sparked by the writers and actors' strike. However, both uh, issues have been resolved in recent weeks. The Writer Guild of America reached an agreement with Hollywood Studios in September. Meanwhile, the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists reached a tentative deal on uh, November 9th. 
New episodes of Chicago Five, Chicago Men, and Chicago PD last aired on May 24th, wrapping up a few weeks after the writer's strike began on May 2nd. The actor's strike follows on July 14th. And amid news of the one Chicago family returned to set, Ice-T confirmed that Law & Order Special Victims Union, which also created by the procedural super producer Dick Wool will get back to work the same day. Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD are all streaming in full on Peacock. Law and Order Special Victim Unit can be streamed in full on Hulu. And CBS Young Sheldon is scheduled to take its final bow after seven seasons. The network announced that the news regarding the Big Bang Theory prequel in a statement on Tuesday, November 14. Executive producer Steve Holland, Steve Molaro, and Chuck Lahr said in a joint statement that being able to tell the origin of Sheldon Cooper and expanding the story to include the entire Cooper family has been a wonderful experience. And to uh, to their fans for embracing this chapter of the Coopers this past six seasons, and on behalf of the entire Young Sheldon family, they were excited to share this final season with all the fans. Young Sheldon, which aired first aired in 2017 following the life of Sheldon Cooper, a nine-year-old child prodigy who is living with his family and attending high school in Texas, in addition to starring... Um, the, uh, in starring in the uh, role, uh, the comedy series also featured Zoe Perry as Mary Cooper and Lance Barber as George Cooper, Montana Jordan as Georgie Cooper, and Reagan Rivage as Missy Cooper. Uh, the final and seventh season of Young Sheldon is slated to premiere on February 15, 2024 on CBS. The beloved series will conclude its story with a one-hour series finale on May 16, 2024. And Jeffrey Donovan is stepping away from Law & Order. The actor who played Detective Frank Costco, uh, Cosgrove on the series won't return for season 23. Uh, Donovan took on the lead detective role in season 21-22 of the series. His last episode was the season 22 finale, which saw an arrest for uh, assassinating a U.S. senator. Thirteen new episodes of the series are slated to air sometime in 2024. Law & Order recent, uh, recent season served as a reboot for the classic legal drama, which aired from 1990 to 2010, and season 21 came 12 years later with a 2022 premiere and some new addition to the legal team. Donovan shared the screen with uh, Makai Brooks, Sam Waterston, Hugh uh, Hugh. Dancy, Cameron Mayhem, and uh, Anthony Anderson, who left his legacy role as Detective Kevin Bernard after season 21. And though his time on Law & Order had concluded, Donovan is no stranger to a TV courtroom. He starred in the 2000 crime series Burn Notice as sarcastic Michael Weston and appeared as a defense attorney in Netflix Extreme Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, a dramatization of the life of a serial killer, Ted Bundy. All episodes of Law & Order are available to stream on Peacock. And Jimmy Kimmel will be gracing the Dolby Theater stage once again. The late night talk show will is set to return as host at the 96 Oscars. Uh, that's what the Academy announced on Wednesday. Uh, for this year's ceremony, Kimmel will also be joined by his wife and, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live co-head writer Molly McNearly 
who earned an uh, Emmy nomination for her work as a writer and the executive producer of the 2023 event. She returns as executive producer for next year's broadcast. This will be Kimmel's fourth time as MC and his second consecutive year since he hosted the Oscars last year, which Entertainment Weekly reported was the most watched of any award show in three years with 18.7 million viewers. He also hosted the ceremony in 2017 and 2018 before he went hostless from 2019 to 2021. Uh, Oscar 2022 saw Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes, and Amy Schooner as hosts. The 96 Oscars will be held on Sunday, March 10, 2024 at the Dolby Theater in Ovation, Hollywood. And uh, also, Kiki Palmer, we was talking about her earlier, uh, she is um, going to be taking the mic. Uh, on Wednesday, BET announced that the 30-year-old singer and actress will host this year's Soul Train Awards, which recognize the best in soul, R&B, and hip-hop. The show will be taped in Los Angeles and will premiere on Sunday, November 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern on BET. And during the show, uh, stars like BJ, The Chicago Kid, Coco Jones, Dante Bow, uh, Friday, Money Long, SWV, and Palmer will take the stage for a special performance. Meanwhile, Summer Walker, Susa, and Usher lead the nomination list with nine each. In addition to the Soul Train Awards, Palmer will take place in the, again, the NBC annual Christmas and Rockefeller Center special on November 29th, alongside Chloe Bailey, Adam Blackstone, Cher, Davis Foster, Catherine McPhee, uh, Darlene Love, Seth MacFarlane, Barry Manilow, Carly Pierce, and Manuel Torizo. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give. Have a great week. Enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.